From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is the Green Zone. Oh, my! He is the fattest man in the NFL! This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And whenever I hear that, it, first of all, it's just great to hear Brent Musburger's voice. And then secondly, when they say baddest man in the NFL, are they talking about you? <laughs> is that what they're talking? I don't know who they're referring to as the baddest man in the NFL. Ba- baddest picks, maybe. It depends on how we're going to do here in the next hour. Of it's course, as, tight. as we get into twelve thirty Pacific, when we officially enter the sweat zone. Okay, I have to ask you a, a philosophical question before we go to Dave Miller very quickly. So we said that uh, Cliff Kingsbury he went for it on fourth and three and eschewed what we thought would be a relatively easy field goal, about forty two yards. Mm-hmm. They get the first down. Then it gets to be fourth and three again. Now it's obviously about 10 yards closer. They kicked the field goal. What's the difference? Yeah, I and and look, he was trying to continue to drive here. Arizona, by the way, has outgained Jacksonville 240 to 186, but Jacksonville trying to get the drive going. Trevor Lawrence, by the way, 6 of 6, 58 yards and a touchdown here mm. already uh, in terms of the second half, or, or rather the, the second drive. I think it was yeah. the first two drives and then the last two drives. So uh, Trevor Lawrence, whoa. Uh, getting it done here for Jacksonville, but it's 13 to 10. Currently, about six minutes left to go in the third quarter. Arizona minus one and a half on the spread, 43 and a half in the in game total. If you want to go money line, minus a buck 35 on the cards, even money on the Jaguars. For the record, West did not answer my question. Let's go back out to Dave Miller right now, who's watching the Ravens and the Lions. And uh, Dave, what are we seeing here? I know the home team. I, I got to figure they're getting a little frustrated with the home fans watching this home team. Is this getting uglier before it gets prettier? 
Well, it is. Yeah, Justin Tucker connected from 50 yards to make it 13-0. He's now in his career 26 of 30 from 50 yards or more. The Lions barely had the ball in the second quarter. Uh, Lamar's looked really comfortable in the pocket, and they're taking their shots against the green secondary. Lions have the ball right now roughly at the at their own 40, uh, their first possession of the second half, but they barely had the ball in the second quarter. Again, if they do not come back and win this game, we're going to look to that first quarter where they had three consecutive drives near or across midfield. Just, you know, they had a fourth and one false start penalty deep in the Ravens territory. So it's just been offensive ineptitude for the Lions. Uh, a commendable defensive effort for the Ravens, though, considering they have so many guys out. Absolutely. Dave, very quickly, because I know you know this football team better than most uh, in Detroit and you followed this team for a number of years here. In the Dan Campbell era, right, we're only you know two and a half quarters in so far, I know he's been a punching bag and, a, and kind of like a lot of people so far taking their shots at him. Are there any signs early on that potentially get your jokes in now and that he's going to turn this thing around? Because I know he's trying to get that physical and that attitude in with his team. Are you seeing any signs of that? Dave, I really am. You know I could be a little bit of a homer when it comes to the Lions, but I become a realist. I believe in Brad Holmes. I believe in Dan Campbell. I'm enjoying watching Lions games. I don't like I don't like when the Lions lose. I used to take it very hard, but I saw the first two weeks, yeah, there's going to be frustration. Team might win three, four games, but I'm seeing guys fly to the ball quicker. I love Aaron Glenn. I'm a believer. I, I, I'm really seeing it. I'm enjoying watching them, even though they remain very frustrated. I, I think it's a great point to be made, Dave. And the staff there, right? Anthony Lynn mm-hmm. on that staff, mm-hmm. Aaron Glenn on that staff, a lot of very respected names on the staff that we're seeing there with Dan Campbell. So, yes, to, to Dave's point, they're struggling right now, and they're going to struggle, right? Mm-hmm. First-year head coaches mm-hmm. taking over normally bad teams. That's why you get the job. So as long as you're seeing effort from the Lions, and again, it's 13 nothing as the Lions try to, to move the ball here, I think that's all you can ask for in the early going. Yeah, Lions are going to be in the red zone here when we come back. Eight minutes left to go in the third quarter. By the way, Baltimore now down to 11.5 point favorites in game, 37.5 on the total. We'll see if the Lions can get some points on the board here. Let's go back out to Peter Dewey doing a great job watching the Bengals and the Steelers for us today. And Peter, the last time we talked to you, you basically said, look, the Bengals just look like the better football team. Is that the way it's playing out here in the third quarter? That's exactly the way it's playing out. Uh, Cincinnati was able to come down and get a field goal, go up 17-7, and then Ben Roethlisberger just doesn't look like himself. I don't know if it's the injury or if it's like, let's be honest, he, he's getting up there in age. Um, he threw a terrible interception to Logan Wilson. He was right in front of Juju Smith-Schuster, and, and Ben just threw it right to him. Um, and Joe Burrow capitalized. He must have heard me compare him to Andy Dalton earlier this <laughs> afternoon because uh, – he comes back with another touchdown pass to Jamar Chase. It's 24 to 7 right now. Pittsburgh just got the ball back. But uh this is this is looking like all Bengals. I know it's at, at eleven and a half right now, but I would consider if you wanted to live bet that that line, I would consider taking it because the Steelers offense is just going nowhere all wow. day. And to Peter's point, this was uh reported by CBS NFL insider Jason Lockenfora on the NFL today. For him, several execs have broken down Ben Roethlisberger's film, and the concern is mounting within the Steelers organization that Ben looks old and near the end, and other breaking news water is also wet. That's what I don't get about that. Look, now look, Jason's doing excellent work. It's not Jason Lockham Flores' part. Uh, right. It's not his problem. But the, the execs are now looking at the tape, and this is I'm what like, they're saying? You didn't see it when all of his passes were like four-yard out passes basically last year. And by the way, speaking of the Steelers, they are just now in the red zone, second and 10 from the 24. This has been all Bengals. It is now down to 10.5, 47.5 on the total. But 
Boy, the Steelers just look like an absolutely dead side right now. They absolutely do. And again, uh, my teaser, even if the Chiefs, they are attempting to get right back in this game, down four right now to the Chargers as they're on the move here about four minutes ago in the third quarter. Well, I need that, but I also need Arizona. And guess who just went to the end zone? It looks like the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to take a two-score lead with James Robinson hitting Pater. Who had a great rookie year. And by the way, it was kind of supposed to be, the plan was Travis Etienne and also James Robinson as a one-two punch. Etienne now on IR. James Robinson says, okay, thank you very much. So now 19-10, Arizona up against it here a little bit late. Let's go back to Arthur Arkish watching this game, Cardinals and Jags. And Arthur, if I lose this teaser because the Cardinals don't come back, I'm going to blame the head coach, Cliff Kingsbury. Am I... Am I accurate in doing that? Hey, guys, it was befuddling. His decisions on field goals today, obviously, more than a bit curious. First, the the missed 68-yarder, the ill-fated decision there, and then comes back, like you guys said, was a little wishy-washy on whether he wanted to settle for three. Ultimately did after going forward and converting on fourth down. But look, the momentum has been stolen by the Jaguars. That was the James Robinson drive. Six out of eight touches went to him punctuated with the touchdown they're about to go up 20 to 10 and it looks like the Jaguars have uh, a little mojo all of a sudden guys they have uh, really been sparked by that that wild finish to the end of the first half have taken control here in this one Dave, that's why sometimes you got to go back for seconds. Obviously, this game is not over, but I was on Jacksonville last week. They didn't get it done against Denver, didn't get inside the number. But look, you got an 0 2 team at home. You got an Arizona team now all of a sudden kind of feeling themselves yeah. a little bit. It's like, hey, we're 2 0, and, you know, we're leading this. To, we're in the, at the top, or at least not at the top of the NFC West. But you get a team that goes on the road, and those are the spots I look to play. When you've got a team that is still trying to build a little bit, and now all of a sudden you're laying over a touchdown. I don't disagree with anybody that tees that game down because you got to do it with that value, especially through those key numbers of three and seven. But I just thought that this was such a miserable spot for you're Arizona right. considering you have the Rams next week, and then you have, I believe, uh, another divisional game against the 49ers. So it's like, that's going to show you here. And then all of a sudden you get an Arizona team like, like, ah, we're just going to go in and whip these guys. Even bad teams are going to try, and you're clearly seeing that with Jacksonville today. Speaking of bad teams, do you want to give you an update very quickly? It looks like that Dave Miller and those fighting Lions are on the board against Baltimore here, so PAT pending, and it looks like the Buffalo Bills have just scored again in Orchard Park. We'll have updates on those games with our correspondents when they are ready to rock and roll. But again, to your point about Arizona and Jacksonville, and certainly with Arthur, when you let bad teams hang around, mm -hmm. and as he said, the momentum now, you can feel it in Duval, right? Mm -hmm. This is on Cliff Kingsbury. To me, this yeah. is on the head coach. Like This is why sometimes analytics be damned. Don't let a bad team get hope because they've mm -hmm. got hope right now, and it's starting to, to pay it off. Quick comment from one of our regular viewers, Trip Tepper, on Twitter. Urban Meyer said every week last week was like playing Alabama. Luckily, this week he is playing Texas Tech. <laughs> Guns up. Right now, Very let's go back done. out to AAA. Anthony Armstrong watching the Washington football team against those Buffalo Bills. And I mentioned that I do believe uh, Buffalo getting close to putting this thing out of reach. What are you seeing so far, AAA? Um, it's just too easy for Josh Allen and that Buffalo offense. I mean, they're really just taking what they what the defense gives. And there was one one opportunity uh, where Washington actually brought a blitz. They blitzed the safety off the backside. He hesitated a little bit. Uh, and Josh Allen was able to complete a pass to Cole Beasley to continue that drive. Uh, it's just really come down to having no pressure, plus a great game plan to negate that pass rush. Uh, if you get the ball out, 
and under a second, Chase Young and the rest of that D-line can't affect you. Uh, so the guy, uh, Buffalo's up, what, 33, 33-14 now? Um, Heineke, man, you got to do something. So there it is, AAA. And with that scoring update uh, from Anthony Armstrong, the over has officially cashed in Orchard Park. And Josh Allen, 31 of 38, 339, four touchdowns. We're not a fantasy football show, but if you have him on your roster, you're living right. Now the Buffalo Bills, minus 19 and a half on the end game at BetMGM, 61 and a half the current total. Cash those over tickets if you have them. I do have one, so maybe that'll negate one of my my teaser busters. As it looks like right now, Jacksonville with that 10-point lead, but the Chiefs have now taken the lead against the Chargers. Again, it's so, so funny. You, you look at it, they're down 11. They get that late field goal right before the end of the mm-hmm. half after being down 14-0. If anybody can flip it, it is Patrick Mahomes. Now I want to see, can King Kyler, like we were anointing the Cardinals a week ago, and Kyler Murray, a favorite to win the MVP. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to be an MVP in this league, you don't lose to the winless Jags right. on the road. you got to figure out a way to get this W. Let's see if he can do it. I'm not saying he can't or he won't. But again, when you want to be in an MVP discussion, this is the type of game you have to win. He was 11-2, to two, the shortest price on the board at BetMGM, uh, and we'll get an update on the other side to see if we've seen a little bit of a drift. But right now, three minutes left to go in the third quarter. Jacksonville, 19-10, half your current total, and the Jaguars a minus-165 money line favorite. Didn't see if they went for two or if they missed the They missed P- the extra point. It was Josh Lambeau missing the PAT. It is very, very windy down there. Wind has been an issue around the National Football League here in week number three. Don't go anywhere. Why would you? It's Wes and I hanging out, talking NFL football with you in the green zone right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. From football playoffs to basketball madness. TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo. 
a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. next bet be sure to visit vsin.com to check the latest betting splits data the new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game you'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion data is available for money line over under and against the spread bets betting splits are another way vsin is here to make you a smarter better year round check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com that is vsin.com Back here in the Green Zone with Wes Reynolds. I am Dave Ross. Uh, Wes, uh, gr- uh, very quickly, we just saw that uh, Arizona got back on the board mm-hmm. here. So 1917 right now in Jacksonville. But we do want to go to Will Hill right now watching the Falcons and the Giants. And I expected an emotional second half from the Giants. After Eli Manning, rightfully so, had his uh, jersey retired there in the Meadowlands. What are we seeing? Any life from the home team here, Will? No, I'm expecting some life for you. This is right up your alley, Dave. A lot of punts. Lot, you know, fourth and three, we're punting. We're playing field position. A lot of conservative play calls. A lot of holding penalties. Like I said earlier, the offensive line, both having a lot of trouble. You know, depth of target is an issue because these guys can't block. So the points are valuable. This clock's melting away. We're under two minutes here left in the third quarter. Uh, a couple first downs each team. The Giants did have fourth and three. The Falcons, 37 or 38, decided to punt. Falcons get a couple of first downs. You know, field uh, it's, flip the field, but it's the Giants with the ball now as they just cross midfield down 7-6, to six, and, and this uh, this clock is melting away here. We're, we're getting towards the fourth quarter. The New York Giants offense is not back back in the New York groove as that's their touchdown song, and not many on the board here. 7-6, to six, two minutes left to go, and Will's point, Giants now minus 2.5 if you want to go money line, 175 on the Giants, plus 140 on the Dirty Birds. 27 and a half, the current in-game total. I just did this face, Wes, because as you were doing that update, we're going to go back out to Arthur Arkus watching the Cardinals and the Jags. You're going to see a rookie make a rookie mistake mm-hmm. with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Lawrence. Uh, Arthur, tell the people all about it. Yeah, guys, uh, without flinching, Kyler Murray takes him downfield five plays, 75 yards to bring it within a couple points. There's a couple extra points missed on the Jacksonville side, looming large. At least they were until just a couple moments ago. As you said, Trevor Lawrence deep in his own territory. Just He makes a mistake he can't, and uh, the, the Cardinals make him pay with a pick six. They had dropped several interceptions today. 
this one was a no doubter, took advantage, and uh, they go back up ahead. This game has been wild, guys. That wow. is a terrible throw that Trevor Lawrence just made, and he's made some good ones too. And this guy, I think, is going to be a really good NFL quarterback, but he is a rookie that was intercepting. He was trying to find Hollister, and Murphy just broke on the ball. Easy break for the DB there, and now 23-19. to 19, 24 seconds left to go. Extra point is good, so 24-19 Arizona. That flipped really quickly. Teasers are alive. Well, let's let, go back. Let's have it end right here at five. So <laughs> right. the, against the spread and the teasers can get there for everybody. There we go. Everybody be happy with that. Let's go back out to Sean Green with the Chargers and the Chiefs. And I mentioned that the Chiefs had uh, flip-flopped this thing. And, Sean, you mentioned it, right? If there's anybody at halftime that can flip the script, it's Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Are they officially flipping that script? Yes, the script has been flipped. Now the Chiefs are up 17-14, to 14, although it could be uh, short-lived as the Chargers have answered with their own drive, getting in field goal range. Now we'll see if they uh, end up converting on the kick, but a real back-and-forth affair here. And, you know, they got the touchdown. Patrick Mahomes did fumble. He recovered his own fumble, so almost disaster in Kansas City. But right now they are hanging on to a three-point lead. All right, that's going to be interesting. That could be the – we'll find out how this Jags and Cardinals game uh, plays out. But we were – look, all weekend long and all week really leading up to it, you thought there's going to be a teaser buster mm-hmm. – where is that? You're trying to identify where that could be. Well, we've just identified two, right? We've got a close game down there in Duval, and certainly right now, to Sean's point, the Chargers on the move only down three. So potential teaser busters there. We'll see how these games play out here as we get ready for the fourth quarter. Yeah, and, and one other one that might have gotten more comfortable in teaser territory is in Cleveland, and we can go to our man Nate Jacobson who's watching this game. Cleveland Bears kind of been hanging around. Cleveland's really dominated the game, as Nate has pointed out. But, Nate, what's going on down there in Seatown? Yeah, Kareem Hunt just rushed for a touchdown to make it 20-6 to for the Cleveland Browns. Fourth quarter just started. A nice run by the Browns running back. And you expect the Browns running backs to take over right now. Bears defense is absolutely gassed. They've played pretty well this, this today sacking Baker Mayfield five times, but they've been on the field for 28 of the 45 minutes. They've been on the field for 59 plays. The Bears' offense has only run 30 plays. So now it looks like it's going to be Hunt and Chubb trying to milk this game out, although the Bears will get the ball. And before the Browns scored that touchdown on the drive before, the Bears had a drive that was aided by a 48-yard defensive pass interference, which was very questionable. And on fourth and two from the Browns' four down 10, the Bears kicked a field goal. It looks like Matt Nagy was maybe trying to play for the spread instead of trying to win the game. (laughs) A lot of people on Twitter, including me, would have definitely gone for it. They decided to take the points. Browns drive right back. Now they're up 14 in control. Teasers are looking good. Browns minus seven, definitely maybe uh, in jeopardy. But with the way the Bears are playing offense, Justin Fields, only five completions today, has been sacked seven times. I'm not sure if they're going to get into the red zone again to get a touchdown. Unless it's truly garbage time, but Browns now in control, up twenty to six as a fourteen and a half point favorite on the live line right now. I was just about to say that what Nate talked about with the sacks here. Justin Fields wow. has five completions on the day, five of twelve from fifty-eight yards. He's been sacked more times than he's had completed passes, seven of them. Miles Garrett with half of those at three and a half sacks. So, you know, be careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. He said, and eh, speed actually of the game really wasn't all that fast for me. It was actually slow for me. It's not slow when you're going against Miles Garrett. The Bears have run 30 plays from scrimmage for 59 yards. The Browns have run 59 plays, and the Bears have 59 yards. So 20 to 6 here. You feel like when you're looking at these numbers, Cleveland ought to be up by more. They ought to be up by like four touchdowns. 
Browns. But so that's what you still worry about if you laid the seven like I did with the Cleveland Browns. You know, it's interesting. Uh, and again, these teaser sweats are real and they're certainly real in Kansas City because the last time we talked to Sean, uh, the Chargers were on the move. They've cashed in here. Uh, mm-hmm. 11 play drive that just under five minutes and the PAT is good. So the Chargers leapfrog back in front. 21-17, and I bring this up because the overlook dead in this game. Absolutely dead. It still may be, and again, close around 56 yeah. uh, in most books here in Las Vegas, but now you got 38, and there's still 14 minutes to go, basically, in the fourth quarter, and this shootout feels like it's begun. Yeah, remember the second half total, it was basically adjusted 45 on the end game, now up to 52 and a half, so approaching what it was at least pre-flop. Chiefs, by the way, still minus two and a half point favorites if you want to lay the spread. If you want to just lay the money line, minus 140 in-game at BetMGM, plus a buck 15 on the lightning bolts. And there it is, the adjusted total there at 52 and a half. So getting close to the original total here as they creep up in these bang-bang touchdowns going back and forth. I don't think Patty Mahomes is done by a long shot for the day, and Justin Herbert answered that call very well as the Chargers go right back down and regain the lead, which does not make me very happy as a tier, teaser player of Kansas City here. So, again, a lot of sweats. We're not. A, are we in the sweat zone yet? We are rapidly approaching here. Uh, it's some for some people. It's already a sweat zone. It's a sweat zone every damn play for me, for yeah. God's sakes. But it's a sweat zone, and that's one of the things about betting the NFL. I know we don't get always into the prop market. Every play matters. Every score matters. So, you know, when you talk about the live wagering, I'm like, you know, that score didn't affect the pre-flop spread or total or a teaser or anything. It mattered to someone. Yeah, I, I tell you this. The only game that really feels like it's it's over, it feels like, again, is Cincinnati kind of sitting on Pittsburgh here 24-7. And maybe the, the Browns right now with that two-score lead over the Bears. But everything else... Pretty much hanging in the balance mm-hmm. here. Yeah, are we uh, getting close to a boat race alert? We shall see. By the way, we do have a touchdown mm-hmm. here in Tennessee. Jeremy McNichols, a screen pass there from Ryan Tannehill. So that makes it 20 to 13. Extra point going to be pending. About 12 and a half minutes left to go. Colts defense kind of been hanging in there. We know Carson Wentz, uh, not exactly 100% no. here, but he has been going. Only 163 yards, by the way, for the Colts. But the Colts defense with a little breakdown as McNichols sneaks out of the backfield. So, Titans now get ahead of the number. Extra point going to be pending, but still a lot of time left in Tennessee. Very quickly, just want to get your thoughts. We just saw, and hopefully you're seeing the the live adjusted odds and, and numbers on the bottom of your screen here. We just saw the Browns 14 and a half. Now they're up 14, 20 to six. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, I mentioned, I, I use the term kind of sitting on them as Nate Jacobson pointed out, kind of trying to let the, the, the air out of the ball here and bleed it down. Yeah. How would you back the Browns there in a live a wager of giving 14 and a half if you're really not trying to score necessarily and knowing the Bears do need to try to score to get back in this game. Yeah, and and I don't know if I would really get involved in this because you're a little bit worried on on the Cleveland side if they're kind of going to let him back in because, like you say, they were they should be up 28, but they're only up 14. So Justin Fields, you know, I would expect okay, if nothing's there, he is going to run for it and just try to keep drives alive, much like he did last week in Cincinnati. Right. By the way, really quickly back to Tennessee. It's now a nine-point game because Tennessee goes for two Hmm. and makes it twenty-two to thirteen. And we've seen uh, that was the the analytics guys are are loving this right now on Twitter. I know uh, they're they're besmirching Dave Ross, who not always. I'm not like every time follow the ball. I'm like play it, feel it out. That's why you're a head coach. You have to make those right intuition here. You can use analytics and also use your head and how the tone and tenor of the game are going. When we come back, my goodness, Saquon Barkley's going to fight. I'm back. Back in the New York groove. 
update from the Giants coming up here as they take the lead against the Falcons. Come on back. It's the Green Zone on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Football season, your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today. Get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VSIN.com data and analysis. You get everything VSIN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here. It is the green zone, officially the sweat zone, I do believe, around the National Football League as these early game starting to wind down in the fourth quarter. Will Hill has been watching a great game inspired by the jersey ceremony for Eli Manning. Big Blue is back, baby. Will, how are the Giants faring right now? They find the end zone for the first time. They run a little QB sweep with Daniel Jones, and now they, they get it. They are up 14-7, to seven, and, man, a seven-point lead you know, might not sound like a lot in some of these <laughs> other games. With the way these two teams are struggling to move the ball, a seven-point lead is a lot. It's now third and long. The crowd is pretty loud right now. The Falcons have the ball, and you just figure, man, if they could just get a stop and maybe out on a field goal, it's hard for Atlanta to block. It's hard for them to move the ball. So this seven-point deficit is a lot here. I think the minus six-and-a-half line, even though I'm on Atlanta here, if I had nothing in pocket, I might look here towards the six-and-a-half because Atlanta really hasn't moved the ball well all day. They've left some some opportunities on the board, too. They dropped the ball inside the, the Giants' red zone. Uh, earlier in the game, another drop on third down in, in Giants territory, and it's just it's been hard for them to move the ball here. Yeah, and right now, as Will said, minus six and a half, minus a dollar fifty to lay that under seven at BetMGM. They're going to make you pay for it. Thirty and a half in terms of the in-game total, but the uh, New York Football Giants looking good. Timeout here on the field. Eleven thirty-four left to go. Atlanta is going to have a third and eight in their own territory. G-men up 14-7. Sweat alert here a bit if you are a Ravens backer today. And for more on that, we go back out to Dave Miller watching the Ravens and the Lions. And Dave, that's why I asked you about Dan Campbell in uh, the, the way that this team is operating. They operate with some fight, and you're seeing some now out of the home team. What's going on? We are, yeah. The Lions found the end zone. Jared Goff won 7-7. Seven- for seven on an 11-play, 75-yard drive. Um, three rushes and three receptions for DeAndre Swift. We know the Lions don't have a ton of talent at wide receiver. I think Quintez Cephas moving forward is a nice piece, but they just don't have a ton of talent. So a lot of this stuff's underneath. TJ Hawkinson, very quiet, just a couple of catches today. We know the struggles the Ravens had with tight ends the first two weeks, but Lions found the end zone, and then on the ensuing drive, Ravens promptly went downfield but had to settle for a Tucker 32-yarder, and now the Lions are at the Ravens' 10-yard line looking to make this a little bit closer. It's uh, 16-7 right now. And now first and goal from the two is DeAndre Swift tried to leap in the end zone. Boy, he reached that ball out. That ball could pop loose. That's very dangerous when you do that, but the Lions are going to have first and goal from the two-yard line. Uh, 16-7 right now, depending on your number. There was a nine early in the week. It got Mm -hmm. adjusted from that look-ahead number after the win over the Chiefs. It was 7.5 adjusted up to nine so Detroit Lions knocking on heaven's door here if you back them and I'm one of those guys so definitely the sweat zone for me in Detroit and it looks like you mentioned I believe we were in a break you said you know the Browns if they just get three it's going to feel like that game is over they did get three right now so Mm -hmm. it's a three score game officially 
in Cleveland. And I mentioned that maybe the over, not the adjusted total, but the original over preflop in the Chiefs and Chargers game might be back in play. Well, guess what? It is because the Chiefs have gone right back down the field and that shootout, if people expected one, it's coming late. It didn't come in the first half, 14-3 to at halftime. And right now, 24-21 Chiefs. You're never out of an over in a Chiefs game. And, and even in a Chargers game, as wacky as this is, is now the Chiefs have to lead. And our man on the seat, Sean Green, has mm-hmm. the update for us on Chargers and Chiefs. Yes, and uh, we got another lead change. As uh, last time we talked, Chargers took the lead. Then uh, Chiefs responded. Chiefs are up 24-21 at home. 6.43 left to go in the fourth. It's uh, it's going to be a wild one. But, uh, yeah, nice back-and-forth affair here we have in Kansas City. And, again, I, I, you see 51.5 here for the adjusted total at BetMGM. I, I don't feel like the points are going to stop here in the next six minutes, right, Wes? I mean, it, which which way would you play this here right now at twenty four twenty one? Well, it's juice to the over here. They're going to make you pay for it here this lay in the game minus one fifty. But look, if 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 the Chargers go down and get a field goal, obviously overtime very much in play here. So I would lean to the over here in the spot. Okay, and again, the the Steelers just got a field goal. So again, a game that's felt like a dead game uh, for the majority of the day. If you are a Steelers backer, at least it's twenty four to ten now, two score game. Three for Indianapolis as well now, 22 to 16. That did see six yesterday. So some of you might be pushing here, but still 22 to 16. Rodrigo Blankenship, another three points. So 11 minutes to go down there in Nashville. And let's go back out to Peter Dewey on that game with the Steelers. And I know they wanted seven, had to settle for three. Any signs of life from the home team here, Peter? There was a few signs of life. They got a, a lucky uh, pass interference call on a play to set them up and eventually get first and goal inside the five. But the Steelers have shot themselves in the foot. Chase Claypool picks up an offensive pass interference. Then Ben Roethlisberger gets sacked. Then they pick up a false start and they fall all the way back to second and goal at the 21-yard line. They have to settle for a field goal. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster has been ruled out for the game with a rib injury. Ooh. So it's going to be Ben to Claypool probably down the field the rest of this game if they have any chance of coming back. All right, down two scores here. Again, the, the live adjusted odds uh, line rather at 12 and a half if you want Boy, to back the home team. Now we know why the market hated this team Boy. because you saw that season win total eight and a half, juice to the under. It's like, wait a minute, this team was 11 and 0 to start the season last year. They do have, I think, a Lombardi Trophy winning defense, but they darn sure don't have a Lombardi Trophy winning offense. Ben Roethlisberger, we mentioned that report earlier. Look, Maybe he and Mike Tomlin kind of passed their expiration dates there in the Steel City. Uh, It is amazing. We've talked a lot about the teaser sweats today. I know I've been sweating those out a little bit, and I got mad at Cliff Kingsbury. I'll be honest about that. After the decision he made in the first half to give Jacksonville life, remember that the Cardinals were down uh, 13-7 at the half. They just scored another touchdown. That game is flipped. 30-19 right now, Arizona, PAT pending. Ben Falks has been watching the Patriots and Saints today and had a huge bet come in on the Saints early, and that backer, the uh, the, the big play alert, Ben, it's looking like that's going to cash. How's that game playing out? Yeah, guys, I think that better is still in pretty good shape here, holding that plus $310,000. Uh, but Patriots have gotten back in the game. Saints offense has done nothing the entire second half. We said that first play was a pick six off of Mac Jones to put them up 21-3. to three. Patriots went on a long drive, 16 plays, 70-plus yards, took over nine minutes, and then settled for a field goal. But they then forced the Saints to punt, got the ball back, went right down the field, scored a touchdown. It's now 21-13. to 13. Mm. Saints up, getting the ball back. I think we've got about nine minutes left in the fourth quarter here. So we got a game. It looked like it was going to be all Saints. 
That's why they play the games. They play the second halves. Should be a fun finish here. Absolutely, 21-13. So not done with the sweat because, again, do the math. Patriots come down, get a touchdown, two-point conversion. All of a sudden, then you're sweating out that bet a little bit more. But so far, it feels like the big bet alert He's on the right side so far. Yeah, absolutely. And you might be on the right side if you're on Cleveland. Miles Garrett, by the way, now oh, a boy. Browns all-time record, four and a half sacks. Justin Fields, welcome to the NFL. Five to sixteen for fifty-seven yards. This isn't this isn't playing Indiana or Purdue. No. This is playing the Cleveland Browns and Miles Garrett as they are all up in the Chicago Bears right now, twenty-three to six. Let's go back out to Nate Jacobson doing yeoman's work on this game today. And I know Nate, you're in Chicago watching this game, obviously being played in Cleveland, but you're following things on Twitter. You know how that city is. What's going to be the assessment if this holds here on Justin Fields in his, his starting debut? Yeah, I mean, it, it's really ugly, Dave. He's Justin Fields has been sacked eight times, as you mentioned, as Wes mentioned, four and a half of them by Miles Garrett. He just has no time to throw. And I think in Chicago, they're going to really be blaming Matt Nagy, the play caller and head coach, because he's not getting Justin Fields out of the pocket. It's just in the pocket. And when you have Jason Peters, 39-year-old left tackle, getting abused by Miles Garrett, it's not going to end well. So I think there's going to be a lot of soul-searching at Hallis Hall this week where the Bears practice. They have a home game against the Lions next week, and then week five are in Vegas against the Raiders. So maybe some softer defensive schedules coming up before the schedule really ramps up. But you have to wonder if, if Andy Dalton – is healthy in a few weeks. I know there was a report today he might miss an extended period of time that maybe Matt Nagy won't be afraid to go back to Andy Dalton like he said he would this week if Andy Dalton was healthy. So pretty much a disaster for the Bears offense today. Um, Going to be a lot of talk this week as the Browns are in control up 23-6 to six with just under nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. All right, barring a miracle, Nate, we're going to say goodbye for the afternoon. You should follow Nate on Twitter, as I do, at Nate Jacobson. One does great work at Stadium, uh, breaking down games uh, for Stadium. But i got to say here, when you look at the adjusted win total for the Bears, to Nate's point, it's seven and a half. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I looked at their schedule uh, preflop here before we saw how it was going to play out with Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. And I just didn't see eight wins on the schedule for this team. And right now, offensively, they look like they are an absolute mess. Yeah, they do. And it's probably not going to get any better, like you said, not getting fields out of the pocket. You don't want to keep him back there with that offensive line that got absolutely abused today, not only by Miles Garrett, four and a half sacks, but the entire Browns defense. Uh, So, look, you got to get Justin Fields on the move because if he stays in that pocket, he's going to take a lot of hits. This there year. are sweats right now in Detroit. When we come back, we'll update those pesky lines. Only down two to the Ravens and the Chargers inside the Chiefs. Ten. Ah! Sweat zone. It's officially upon us right here on the Green Zone. It's on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zikazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Sign up today at BetMGM and enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you to showtime with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football team, and if that team scores a touchdown, you're going to win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VC200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app. Or go to BenMGM.com and use the bonus code VEASAN200 to win $200 in free bets if any team scores a touchdown. New customer offer, paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BenMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. It is officially the sweat zone right now, but we do have one game I think we can yeah. officially put to bed. Not the sweat zone in Buffalo if you back the Buffalo Bills because, Dave Ross, we have Captain a, West. a boat race alert here in Buffalo. <laughs> 43-14. to 14. Triple-A is our guy on the scene there watching this Washington football team in Buffalo game. Anthony, give us updated on the details here. It looks like all Bills Mafia here in the second half. 
all Bills Mafia all day. I'm, I feel sorry for all the foldable tables up there in uh, northern New York. And nice hat, by the way. Thank you. Um, Josh Allen adds his fifth touchdown on the day. I mean, they just continue to drive the ball down the field. Just real nice, quiet, methodical. And he just ends up scrambling out to the right, just pushes in, uh, puts the ball over the line for his fifth touchdown on the day. All in all, I mean, when I'm looking at it, I would love to see the all 22. It just seems to be that you got to get in, find a way to get a little bit tighter coverage for that Washington defense. This is a very dominant Buffalo Bills team. I'm excited to watch them moving on throughout the rest of the season. All right, Triple A, Anthony Armstrong. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Mr. Armstrong13. Triple A, great job all day. I don't think we're going to have to check back in. And by the way, Please, people, tell me you've seen Caddyshack. This is Judge Smales right here. We are on the boat with Wes. Ahoy, Malloy. Where did you come from? A scotchhead? I'm just waiting. You're playing Spalding, and I'm Danny Noonan here on the uh, on the dock at Judge Smales' party. It's a fantastic look, Wes, but you appropriate because that was a boat race right there with Buffalo uh, blowing out the Washington football team very quickly. The Chargers had first and goal at the one. Mm-hmm. Then a little procedure, motion penalty, backed them up. They had to settle for three. So just outside of the two-minute warning, 2.14 to go in regulation, all knotted up at 24, which might kill your, your pre-flop over, mm-hmm. but certainly the in-game over is going to hit. And Patrick Mahomes, by the way, does have three timeouts and the two-minute warning, so that's almost a century for this guy. You don't want to give the ball to him, no. but they have to settle for that 24-yarder from this guy, you know, so now all tied at 24 in Arrowhead. And again, the sweat zone is real in Detroit because a bad turnover by Lamar Jackson has given the Lions life. They're only down two 16 to 14 over four minutes ago. We'll keep a watchful eye on that. But we do believe we can put another game to bed, which was, boy, talk about a swing. Let's go back to Arthur Arkush, who's been watching the Cardinals and the Jags. The Jags led 19 to 10 in the third quarter. And then Arthur, boy, Kyler Murray and the defense actually picked up the pace there. Absolutely. I think the defense uh, started to feast a little bit on the first overall pick, guys. And I think the story of this one is kind of the juxtaposition of two first-round quarterbacks and the evolution of those guys. Kyler Murray wasn't going to let Cliff Kingsbury give this game away. After his interception, Kyler's only real mistake on the afternoon, Arizona with three long scoring drives. Kyler looking completely in control to put this one away and keep Arizona undefeated, it would appear. Okay, right now, 31-19. Arthur, great job as always. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Arthur Arkush. Great job covering the NFL uh, as he continues to do for us here on the Green Zone. So, again, we'll check back in, but it looks like that game safely in command for Arizona with a 12-point lead. They have the ball. They're moving it right now, first and 10, under three and a half to go. Yeah, and we're about to have maybe a two-possession game here. Tennessee is going to try a field goal. Colts, by the way, out of timeouts, 22-16 here. So we're going to have Randy Bullock on to try to make this a nine-point game. Obviously, the spread's still in play. Colts are going to get the ball back, but they are going to likely hold them to three if Randy Bullock can go ahead and make it. You know, when the, the G-Men got their first touchdown of the game, they got the two-point conversion to go up 14-7. It felt like kind of the game was over because we just haven't seen a whole lot of offense. Right now, let's go back out to Will Hill. Will, all of a sudden, it's getting, well, I guess, sweat zone is real for the home fans there of the Giants. What's going on? Sweat zone is real in the, in the home of me right now. I got Falcons plus three. We got a tie game. and We got the biggest play of the game coming up. We're about the Giants at the ball at their own 46-yard line. It's third and two. So it's going to be uh, we're under three minutes to go. Remember, the Giants have a really good field goal kicker. So play of the game here coming up. We could be looking at overtime. Giants probably ideally would, would get a few first downs and, and rely on Gano to send, this one, uh, send the fans home with a victory here. 
So third and two here. We're coming up here on the two-minute warning as Jones is back to pass. Incomplete. I don't know if we're getting a flag. We are, so oh. the Giants drive will continue here. There it goes. So hopefully they can play keep away if you're a Giants backer here. And again, mm -hmm. that, that game was around three, two and a half is where we saw yes. it move. So depending on where you got that line, uh, that could be a very interesting outcome of this drive. The field goal, by the way, from Randy Bullock is good. Now a two-score game here with just a little bit under four minutes left to go for the Colts. Danger time. They're looking at 0-3. It is 25-16. Colts backers on the underdog line, very much alive. But if you bet the money line, it looks like the horseshoe is going to start out 0-3 on the season. Not good. And again, right now, the, uh, the Browns get another field goal. So that game firmly in command of Cleveland. They are up by 20 right now in the fourth quarter. And again, the Steelers trying to desperately come back here about under four minutes to go here, but still down two scores, 24 to 10. But they are moving the ball right now deep into Cincinnati territory. Yeah, and it looks like also it's just about over in New England. 2.37 left to go. We do have a touchdown here. Now Saints 28 to 13. By the way, this total... Maybe it could get a backdoor over if you did back the over oh. here. It was one of the lowest totals on the board. It was 43 and a half, basically, across the board at BetMGM. So now 28 to 13 New Orleans over New England. You know, it's very interesting because I think the game that a lot of people, it just felt like it was a snoozer and it was, you know, Baltimore's just sitting all over the lines. Defensively, they can't do anything. Well, all of a sudden that game is, is certainly in play with the Lions potentially to pull the upset uh, about five minutes to go right now, down two in that last look. They were moving the ball into uh, into Baltimore territory. So we'll check in on that game a little bit with Dave Miller. But right now, let's go back out to Ben Fox, who's been watching the Patriots and the Saints for us over at South Point. And, and Ben, what's the latest here? Because last we talked to you, the Patriots were creeping and creeping and creeping. Yeah, as Wes mentioned, the uh, Saints do what good teams should do in the fourth quarter. Long scoring drive, 13 plays. I think it took up almost seven minutes, ending in a four-yard Taysom Hill, everybody's favorite, rushing touchdown. Uh, he converted a third down as well. And so now we're 28 to 13. I think that better with uh, Saints plus three for $110,000. Can uh, rest easy, feeling pretty good. About three minutes left here. Uh, I just got to say, too, you know, much like we need more cowbell, we need more captain hat for Wes. Yeah, so we do. I, I look forward to busting that out in the in the coming weeks. That was excellent. Fantastic hat. Fantastic job by Ben. Thanks for doing great work for us. Again, you should follow him at bfox 22 on Twitter, as I do. Interception, by oh, the way, boy. for Patrick Mahomes. You know, you don't want to give the dude the ball, but he overthrew Travis Kelsey and airmail on that, so Chargers are going to get the football. 24 apiece, though, and plenty of time. It was Gilman on the interception, so Chargers are going to have a chance to win outright. Well, that's not good for me. Let's go back out to Sean Green right now, because Sean, I was feeling pretty good. They, they, you know, they, they hold the Chargers to three there after a first and goal on the one. So you got a tie game. You got Pat Mahomes. You got the timeouts. You got the two-minute warning. And then to Wes's point, what was that? Yeah, I mean, that, that first interception for Patrick Mahomes, you could clearly uh, blame on the receiver. I mean, it was a little behind him. But, yeah, that was just a complete airmail interception in in you know, in under the two-minute warning. So this uh, Chiefs team is unraveling. Maybe a hangover still from that tough Baltimore loss, but uh, they are in trouble here and uh, could go one and two. Who, who thought we'd see them with a sub-500 record? Uh, but who knows? The Chargers have an, have an affinity to blow games, so uh, this should be a great finish here. All tied up at 24 in Arrowhead. All right, we'll check back in with Sean. And again, I mentioned what was going on in Detroit. They have now hit the two-minute warning. Remember, they were just down. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe it was 16-3. to three. Yes. 
And all of a sudden, they get a field goal, and they get a touchdown, and all of a sudden, 16-14, and they have the ball deep in Baltimore territory at the two-minute warning. They're going to try to ice this thing. Baltimore does have two timeouts. Yeah. But Wes... This could be the shocker of the day. And if you are on the Lions like I am, you just got to avoid the defensive touchdown. Avoid a pick six going all the way the other way. 16 to 14 right now. The Lions on the Baltimore 14-yard line. Ravens do have two timeouts. It is at the two-minute warning. I think the Lions also have two timeouts. So when we come back, like we said, a teaser buster is probably going to occur, and it looks like it may be in the D. And it looks like right now the Chargers, boy, they are now deep into Chiefs territory with the first and 10. The Chiefs have three timeouts left, but they're one minute to go in regulation. Tease busters all over the place. Money line plays might get destroyed here with some major upsets potentially. We'll tell you all about them when you come back with us. It's the Green Zone on Leeson, the Sports Betting Network. Okay, Steelers game is done. They didn't convert. Wow. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today.